Alrighty, folks. I am stuck in traffic on another Friday, heading home for the weekend. Or I'll be a weekend warrior or an armchair coach or whatever the thing is called. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's... I don't actually watch the sports and say, you know, the QB should have thrown to the other guy and blaggedy, blah, 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 schnitty, blah, blah, blah. No. I don't bother that mess because I won't know what I'm talking about. And I don't talk about something that I don't know about. So today we're going to have something a little different, I guess. And it'll be, you know, I'll probably go on some tangents because I'm, it's brand in my head. I want to just diversify my content for you a little. So today we're going to talk about picking locks and why I chose that to be my new hobby. Yes, folks, literally. Not that I want to be a criminal. I'm not coming to your house. I'm not the Grinch. I'm not going to steal your Christmas tree. I might steal your pork chops if they're well-seasoned and marinated. Just to let you know. I'm a big fan of pork. I like swine. I like pork on my fork. It's who I am. I'm not going to change that. So to sum it up, swine is mighty fine when I dine, and I like to pick locks. And I'm not very good at it. But as your daddy or your mommy probably told you, or grandpappy, practice makes perfect. So we're going to get into that. And the reason we're going to talk about that today is I'm pretty sure my brain is going to come up with some newer content for you. Because I missed a week, right? Like I said, I had a death in the family. Uh, dropped a, about $1,000 on my sick cat. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on, you know, it's it's little stuff and big stuff, but it's life stuff, and it's, you know, like I said, hug your, hug your people you love, let them know you love them, you know, if, you, if someone's on your mind for some reason, pray for them, call them, do all those kind of things, but I need a new hobby, because writing has become work, and that's why sometimes I don't write, and last week when I was podcasting, I did write, there's a way to get out my grief, free up my thoughts, I honestly didn't make any to-do lists last week. I think I made like one or two short ones at work. I've been trying not to focus on to-do lists and just banging the stuff out then. And just making sure he's done. So I used to make this long list, pay credit cards, pay this, call this person, file this claim, call back this member, call the attorney, make sure she pay filed X, Y, Z. And next thing you know, I got a list of 50 things and I was so ridiculously overwhelmed. And then that would bleed into work, I'm doing lists. Home, I'm doing lists. So I got, a, I got a notepad, a big legal notepad at home. I got another one on my desk at work. And sometimes I forget and take them both home. So my work break, I'm doing work on my break. Instead of taking a break. So let that be your two lessons. Maybe you need to not to do this. Or maybe I already did it list. Like, you know, congratulate yourself. And make sure you take your breaks. I take old man naps, my brother calls them. A lot of times now. I've just stopped taking them. I've been going to bed earlier. I took more me time. You know, maybe buying myself lunch. I didn't buy lunch for like almost 15 years now, so I've been buying a little more. I, hey, I have some coin in my pocket. Now I'm flinching stuff. I don't have the coin. It really sucks. But, you know, that's a, that's another podcast. But, you know, you got to make time for yourself. You, you have to. And old man apps were nice. They got me a little break. Come home, give the wife a break. Don't think about work. Don't make no calls. Do what I got to do. So really that's, we'll, we'll probably do a podcast on time blocking to while that. But make time for yourself, you know, and get a hobby. I needed something I could do that was fun. Like I said, writing is something I love, but it, it can tear me to pieces sometimes too. It gets in my head. I won't like what I wrote, or I'll forget what I wrote, because you know you write it, but then you wrote it wrong, or like um, I'll dictate into the phone, and then it records it wrong, and it doesn't make sense. And there's this one story I wrote. Remember, I, I did a podcast a couple, about two months back. I was talking about creativity is creativity. And what had happened was I got so excited that I didn't. Rec- I must have hit a pause or something. That screwed that up. But then when I was recording the writing, I ended up doing a story that took place over about, I think, three to six decades. 
and it involved the soldiers, it involved a guy who's married to a robot that wants to become a human, so there's transhumanism, there's, uh, there's intrigue, there's spies, there's war, there's people torn by their past, you know, there's uh, robots, there's uh, technocrats, there's all kind of craziness going on. And, you know, it started with just little, you know, one rhyme with one theme. Then another one I wrote that I was able to intertwine. And by the time I was done, I had six or 7,000 words probably, maybe 10,000. I wrote for three to six hours on and off between a, a span of... I don't know, I heard a new song by Artist Cannabis. I love him. He, he was gone for about three months. Now he's put out a couple EPs. And for those who don't know, an EP is like a little three to five album track. So he put out, I think it was Kaiju was a full album, which a lot of people really like who are his fans. People like me who are fanatics, we love it. He's got a song called... Um, COVID Christmas, he's got Kaiju, karaoke, he's got some other stuff going on, but he's talking about stuff that's going on now, but he's lyrical, but he's talking about all kinds, it's just, it's dope, I mean, the guy does stuff with words that, I can do it, but I can't do it a million times, and he's done it a million times, but it's not my soul, if all I did was write for a living, all day it'd be different, and at one point I did want to be a rapper, and I just, I, I just didn't want to be on stage, I didn't want the attention, I'd be away from my wife, which I'd be away from my kids, it wasn't stable, and at that point in my life it wasn't going to be good. At 30 years old, that wasn't the move. And now at 41, it's not. I'll put out some books. I'll probably do some more spoken word books, like rap written on paper for you to read. I get some dope stuff, you know, because I was, I was talking about all this biometric scanning and putting chips in your skin and stuff they're actually doing now and they want to do in the next 20 or 30 years. Which I forgot the company in Switzerland, they, they have a RFID chip in their arm and that's how they get paid, how they scan their way into work, they pay for the lunch at work, how they go and, you know, punch out for work, lunch, all that stuff. It's all there. You know, then, um, the army was saying about how they have a chip that they can detect, like, can detect COVID in you that they made last year. So this is was science fiction or falsehoods or conspiracy theories, and I was writing about stuff like that. So I think the poem was called "Putting Chips in My Skin." Uh, Someone, like, you know, they want to put chips in my skin. They can't win. I don't know what it was. I was like 22 when I wrote this, or 20. And it's in my book, but you can buy it called "Born Again" on Amazon. Cheap plug, cheap plug. So there'll be more of that. There's other books in the works. I have some stories, some fiction, some poetry. But I needed a hobby. So we're going to come back and talk about why I picked lock picking as a hobby. Alright folks, so we talked about some little side tangents that I think will benefit you. I'm going to skip that because I don't want to keep wasting time. We don't need to re- rehash everything a hundred times. So like I said, I, I picked up the hobbit, the hobbit, the habit. Rewind. So I'm on Instagram. I'm seeing all these guys picking locks. It's good for covert entry. It's good if you're private security. It's good if you're just a schnook and you lock your keys in the car because you can't think straight. Sorry, I needed some aqua. I need my H2O folks trying to get to a gallon a day again. Almost there today. I'm at like 70 ounces or 80. I think I got it 128, so we're close enough. So when I was young, they called, you know, you have a blonde one, right? Lock the keys in the car. Got to pay, call the locksmith. And I was young. I had AAA when I was younger. And they would just, you know, you tip the guy like five bucks. He'd come, put the little, either he'd use a Slim Jim, or he'd put a wedge in the door where the window was, and then put a little a little balloon and puff it up, almost like what they do to take your blood pressure, right? Sneak a little thing in there, bomb. Or you had a friend with a hanger, he know how to poop. Got it open. I saw another guy recently use copper tubing. That was like a one-fourth thick, but it's flexible, but stiff enough that he could get it through the passenger window. It was open about a quarter of an inch, well, maybe a little more because he was going to fit the pipe smoothly, and press the button so it 
you know, press it down on the right so it opened the door. Somebody's like, oh, what happens if the alarm goes off? He's like, I get it, but the keys are in the car. I'll be able to fix the problem. So a quick side lesson. You're going to have haters talking crap about whatever you post, whatever you do. So I was talking to Corey, like, why would you want to pick locks? What, what is it good? Are you going to rob? You come to my house to rob me? I'm like, no. I was like, I think it's cool. So here's, here's the reason. Here's some of my reasons. So I grew up in the 80s, right? I had MacGyver, the A-Team. I had... What's that other one? I had MacGyver, I had the A-Team, I had Knight Raider. And all these Miami Vice, you know, there's all these shows. All these alpha males running around, stopping bad guys, which you would probably call toxic masculinity. We had Joe Campbell, who was a camel that smoked camel cigarettes, and he was dressed like Miami Vice. It was it was all kinds of craziness. All kinds. But we loved it. We loved it. And growing up, I always wanted to be a spy. I wanted to stop the bad guys. All of those things. That was that was what was in my head as a kid. That was the stuff that I loved. So I always had, you know, my fake spy toys and compasses and the watch does this and this does that. All my little gadgets and thought I was cool. Like I was actually accomplishing something. You know, seeing people pick uh, locks with paper clips. If you ever seen Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Sarah Connors gets a pen, I think, or a paper clip, unbends it, is able to pick the lock and she gets out. See, I remember these things. I've seen MacGyver on that man. That guy, see, MacGyver's thing was he worked for the Phoenix Foundation. And when he was young, one of his friends got shot. So he wanted to be able to stop things from happening or help people without ever using a gun. So he had the big boy pocket knife, the Swiss Army, right? We're like, not the, not the 89 function, but similar, right? And, you know, he'd stop bad guys. He'd do investigations. He'd help people. There was one where there were two twins that were rock climbing. And one of the twins died. It was pretending to the other twin. And towards the end, he's like, this doesn't make no sense. So he gets some, I think it was graphene or something, some kind of powder, like some kind of um, uh, stenciling slash drawing powder, and puts it on the two different cups. He's like, they have the same fingerprints. He's like, even identical twins would not have the fingerprints. And so what happened was he discovered that the twin was pretending to be both sisters because her sister died she couldn't save her. And she didn't want him to know, and she also had a psychotic break. So part of it was she felt guilty, and that snapped her mind. And when her mind snapped, she's like, I got to take care of my... My family, you know, my sister, by making her still alive, which I know you don't get it, but you know what I'm saying. She didn't, she couldn't deal with the mental separation of being no longer having her. No, there was, you know, twins. They were whatever they were. I can't think there's, you know, not fraternal, but the other one. Sorry, folks. My brain is like I said. I'm still thinking about last week. But MacGyver always used his mind, and that's something I'm trying to teach my five year old because he's five. The three year old, you know, it's different. He's still smaller, but the five year old, he's six. I was trying to teach him if you use your mind, you can find stuff. We go treasure hunting. You know, he finds change and jewelry and stuff. Yesterday he saw David Hasselhoff, who was Knight Rider, which we're watching at home because it's semi wholesome, you know, enough that I can kind of watch it at dinner for 30 minutes and not feel guilty. And, you know, there's not cursing, massive violence, and blood and craziness. And I think, you know, he's seeing a guy help people. And the car talks and it looks cool. And so now we watched Baywatch for 30 minutes and they were using metal detectors. Sounds like, Daddy, can we get a metal detector? If I can teach my seek treasure or learn to look for money in ways that are not congruent with the goal to work after going to school, after doing what the government tells you, that's the goal. And yes, it probably sounds like one tangent, but let me keep going. So I'm trying to teach my son to do stuff. So I showed him, he's like, what's this, daddy? I was like, this is how daddy can open locks or doors without his keys. And so he's like, what is this? The little one comes to the room that I got from my at-home office because I'm... Work from home a day a week, hopefully three days a week soon. You know, beat the gas prices, 
I'm gonna give my wife a break so when I take my actual lunch instead of taking my old man nap I'll give her the old man nap and take my little one to the pool and that'll be good and then I still gotta work at 5 I'll be out of work at 5 and not have to drive home save gas and save about 20 minutes you know 30 on a day like today where there's a lot of traffic Plus some more time with my kids and my wife so I pull my little practice lock because this is what I bought folks I bought a I think it was like a $34 kit and included two plastic locks one like a padlock they're basically see-through like see-through polymer or see-through acrylic so you can see how it works and you can see little pins move so you know what you're doing it had rakes and picks of different sizes the snowman a couple I had it I think it's a I have four no I have four tensioners and I have I think 12 picks of different sizes and types all about the same size so I use all those and then the other lock looks like a cylinder lock but it's it's keyed similarly but not the same for both sides so it's almost like having to learn how to pick three types of locks so I, you know, I pulled the cylinder lock because what happened was the other one, it took me, I don't know, two weeks to pick the, the master lock looking one. And the other one, I was just kind of stuck. So I was like, you know, whatever. One night, I just, boom, it worked. I was like, yes. So I get it again, get it again. Yes. Try to pick. Yes. Next day, I did it twice more. So that was last week. So Monday, I'm trying to show my son. And now I'm like, holy crap, the tension just pops open. I broke it. But I can't see it, bro. So this must be really crappy quality. I'm very pissed off. So, of course, knowing me, email the manufacturer. They said, send us an email with all the different information, the order number, your credit card number. When you purchase it, we'll see what we can do for you. Another mini lesson there for you. Look at what you're doing. You know what I mean? Because it's... If they stand behind their product, a lot of people will give you a freebie or a credit or something. I've bought other products from them for the last couple of years. So, I'm going to take care of that today after I put the kids to sleep. So work with the other ones and show my friend this and he's like hey I was like wait he's like boom I was like try this one I was like oh so I open it so my I said go back to show my son he's like wow I was like see there's ways to do everything you have to learn how to use your mind in more than one manner because I don't want him to say oh I gotta go to school and then go to college and then get a job and go to the bank and take out a loan no you make your own money you control your own life I want him to think for himself move for himself I want him to know what I know at 40 at 15 and uh, it's doable. It is sincerely doable, folks. You can raise your kids to be whatever you want them to. And if you're not going to try, you're not going to get anything. So let me throw that out there for you. It's, it's a scary fact. So make your choice. We're going to come back in two minutes. I'm about to order some fast food for my family. And we're going to close this out. Alrighty, folks, sorry, had a little snafu there. You might have heard some cannabis. I was trying to get this player to turn off. It's been uh, craziness there. Trying to feed the kids and what have you. Now, this guy's gonna let me throw and let him go. He's like six cars, so I don't wanna be that guy. So, this thing, I picked up lock picking, right? And I'll show my sons that I, daddy can now open doors. Well, not necessarily doors, cheaper door locks. I gotta work my way up. I've picked two cylinders and one padlock all acrylic and I've done them with a couple of different picks like I said why did I do this growing up I was a big fan of MacGyver A-Team all these different shows the alpha males toxically masculine you guys I'm gonna rub that in your faces we're getting stuff done back when I was a kid I thought it was cool so now step forward to 2020 plus two 
this guy letting me in? No, he's not. Isn't that wonderful? They don't want to let you in. See? I hope you all like this podcast. You see the people in uh, my area are ignorant. Ignoramus. Yes, I'm ranting while I'm podcasting. So you get for listening to CarCast. You didn't want Joe Rogan's special promotion. This is what you get. You get Tony's coaching. Hey, that rhymes. I'm a rapper now. Aren't I cool? So I'm on Instagram. I'm seeing dudes picking locks and trying to get these habits and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is freaking cool. I seen a guy do it. I saw a guy. His name was a lockpick lawyer. He opened him like $50 safe. People think are smart to have in their drawer. And this fool opens it with a fork. And I shouldn't say fool. It's foolish or someone could believe that this can't be done. So I was like, you know what? I'll pick up something different. Something cool. Because in this movie Copland, this cop's trying to pick a lock. I'm like, let us break it down. Now, he was pretending to pick the lock. and they could have gotten faster. Because he wanted a bad guy to kill his... Uh, not his nemesis, but the guy who was boning his wife, for lack of a better term. I'll just be blunt there. Sorry if that's offensive. I've seen MacGyver pick locks. I've seen people do it paper clips. You can, you can do a lot of stuff, folks, if you just try and apply some brain power and a little bit of muscle. So, I was like, "This is cool. I think it's an interesting hobby." So, for thirty-two dollars, I started a new hobby, and I don't need to buy any more stuff unless I want to. Now, I did buy a more professional set. Disclaimer: for about another thirty-two ninety-five, shipped from a company that sells and trains professionally. And the guy who recommended is like, this isn't even the set that I sell. He's like, this is just a set that I would recommend. And I was like, that's pretty cool of him. I was like, he's like, you know, we sell this kit, but the kit he sells was out of stock. And he's like, well, the kit that our whole training is based on, if you were to take our two-day course in person, is this one. I'd recommend you get it from here. So shout out to Sear Picks and Sap Gear and a couple other websites and also Instagram profiles they have. So far, the lockpicking community has been very interesting. They've given a lot of good advice, telling me where to buy, what to try with. I was asking one guy, who's a professional locksmith, he also teaches this stuff for like covert escape, stuff like that. Yes, in case I have to escape the zombie apocalypse. I know I sound crazy to y'all, but that's another reason I have this skill. He's like, man, get a mass lock. Those cheap, clear ones, they never help. Just practice on a mass lock. Spend the four bucks. So all in all, I'm probably going to spend in 22 about 60 to 80 bucks if I can sell some more books and do some other stuff. Now, I'm not going to spend any more money than the money I've spent Unless I can sell some more books or, you know, make some more with the podcast. Because I don't want to spend unless I'm making. Because I think that's just smarter. So that's where we're headed. So, we're going to be doing that foolishness, like I said. And see how it all works out. So we're going to keep moving and keep moving. Like I said, it's, it's, it's what I want to do. It's how I'm going to do it. Alrighty, folks, so I had to pause there because I got to my unit and my wife texted me and said, come to the dog park. The kids are riding the tricycles. So I stopped. Now I'm in the house and it's pouring rain. So they're in the car eating the McDonald's. Yes, I bought some cheap fast food. I had some coupons. I'm getting cash back on the credit card. And, you know, they're Happy Meals. I'm not a big fan of Disney right now with everything they're doing. But, you know, I can you know make my life a little easier. My wife's going to cook tonight. I'm not doing no dishes tonight. You know, I got paid today. It's not the rent check, which a lot of people always broke on, which I'm trying not to be. But, you know, for once in a while, it's not going to hurt us, you know. And, yes, you should eat healthy and organic and good, blah, blah, blah. But I also like the carnivore diet, so this is some, uh, some, uh, probably bio-unethically meat. don't know if that's a term. I'm going to make that up and recoin it and trademark it and sue somebody for using it. Now I might catch about the fight. So, like I said, they're in the car at McDonald's. 
it was pouring. I'm in the house, I brought in the food, the tricycles, and I bring my computer, so we work from home a few days a week from now, which is a blessing, extreme blessing. So like I said, I spent about 65, 60, just under $68 so far on lock picks and practice locks. Now I do have a lock in my car that's a little cheap $1 pad. Like I'll probably go to Dollar Tree and buy some more. Then I'll go to like Family Dollar and you know places like that and buy their cheap locks and buy a mash. So I'm gonna go to probably I'll probably just go to Home Depot and try to get like ten dollars. So I'll be at like seventy-five. Maybe less. We'll see. But back to the reasoning behind all this. And I do that so I want you to get an idea of the cost of what I'm spending on my hobby and the fact that I'm aware of it. I'm not just spending money frivolously not thinking. And yes, I did buy this all on cashback credit card. So I received two percent cashback, which I'll then apply, which will then lower my cost. Should always be doing that. So like I said. I wanted to pick locks I thought it was cool. It's a useful skill. Now, in a zombie apocalypse, you know, you could be a marksman, you could be chopping your heads off, but there's also other people. Ever watched The Walking Dead? I remember some of my friends said, the zombies aren't the issue, it's the people. And on season two, season three-ish, holy smokes, his friend was his enemy. The enemies were everywhere just because everyone was scared and had nothing. And you fast forward, you get Negan, and now you got to pay tribute. So rather than fight and kill, if I could enter an exit without breaking a lock, without making noise, without leaving any damage, I could escape. That's never going to happen. Okay, well, in those movies where Olympus has fallen, I can get in and out the White House, save the president, and no one I was there. I'm not fire a single bullet. And I'm not a great enough shot, probably, to take on those kind of assassins yet. Tony, that's not going to happen either. Fine, it's not. But, if my son locks himself in the bedroom, and I can't find that little pokey thing, I can turn the lock. If somebody's getting their car, I'll know how to pick the lock. If someone needs to open a lock because they lock their keys in their desk, I'll be able to open that lock. God forbid I need to pick some handcuffs or something in a bad scenario where there's some kind of a, you know, like a government takeover madness like in the movie Bushwick with uh, the guy from, uh, what's his name? I want to say Antonio Banderas. That's totally wrong. I don't know. He's a muscular guy. He's in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't even know. I want to say David Faustino, but that's the little guy. But Batista, that's his name. Sorry, just, I, I, I liked him in uh, Bushwick, and then he started saying all this 2A stuff, like, I don't need the AR-15 to prove my man. And I'm like, bro, all your movies are using guns. So to me, that's just, it's it's poppycock. And yeah, I am, oh, Tony, you're on another tangent. Yeah, I am. Because we're going to, like I said, we're going to talk about stuff, right? My Toxic Masculine says, I like picking locks. My Toxic Masculine says, I like owning guns. They're part of the Second Amendment. Sorry, folks. I want to protect my home and my country. I like the First Amendment. I'm making a podcast. I like to say whatever I want. And I do try not to insult y'all. But back to the lock picking. So I can't, you know, I want to avoid the zombies and the people who are hoarding them, you know, or should I say that are directing them into certain areas so that they'll take about my base. So I was thinking of that guy's base, steal his stuff. Then I'm going to detour to the White House, save the president. Then I'm going to go get my guy into his car so he can go pick up his chick at the train station. Then I'm going to come home, open my neighbor's filing cabinet so he can finish the report and get his bonus. Yeah, I know that's going to happen. I just thought it was cool, honestly. It's, it's, it just seemed like an actual skill I could use. And in theory, if someone does get locked out, I can open them and charge them a modest fee, less than a locksmith would, and still help somebody. And it's a challenge, folks. I'm honestly not that good at it. It took me two weeks to get one lock open. And I can see the lock. It's acrylic. It's see-through. And I was saying the other day, you need to walk away from everything. I've also talked about you need to be out of your comfort zone. So right now, I'm spending money on a brand new hobby. I could pick up whittling. Don't want to do that. I wanted to pick locks. I thought it was cool. Don't know why. It's, it seems like a useful skill. In the worst case scenario, it's useful. If I get locked out of my car, it's useful. 
and it just seemed like something cool. And then I look it up, and I'm talking to my coworker. He's like, uh, "Rock climbing is a sport. Lock picking isn't." Lo and behold, Discovery Channel has a show called Lock Sport. You go on Reddit, there's there's forums on this stuff. You go on uh, Telegram, there's forums. People are picking locks, helping each other how to pick locks. Some people are teaching this to uh, bodyguards. You know, people who used to work for Secret Service who now work for private details. They want to know this stuff because of the people they take care of. You know, it's, it's, it's cool stuff, folks. I mean, like I said, I've, I wear a paracord bracelet every day. I have a compass on it. I have tools on it. I carry a flash that's waterproof. Um, my keys have tools on it. In my backpack, there's usually tools. There's first aid kit. There's not races, but like protein bars, you know, extra stuff. I carry umbrellas in my car. I carry ponchos. I try to be prepared for every situation. This is just a different version of that. That gives me a hobby. Because, you know, the old thing I used to say was a man needs a hobby and a vice. So maybe your vice, you swill scotch. You know, on the weekends, you have a decent-sized drink. One, don't go crazy. Alcohol can seriously put you back. But you can have a lot of fun with a hobby. And what I've seen so far is the lockpicking community has been very receptive. Some of these guys have been mainly show the locks across the country to share or borrow. You know, it's no one's sitting there like, oh, I'm better than you. I've seen maybe two snarky comments. And one guy was being snarky. The other guy, because they're actually friends, and he, you know, he was basically trolling his boy. So from what I've seen so far in about three weeks of this is I'm having fun. The entry cost was low for tools I'm going to have for a very long time. So basically, I don't have to keep buying stuff. Once I start, I'll be good to go. I don't have a skill that's actually useful. Think about it. I want to get into an elevator. I can bypass it now. I want to get into a cabinet. I can bypass it now. I'll have a viable life skill that's my hobby. Because when someone needs to get into something... They call the locksmith. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a second job and I'll just be picking locks for people. Now, here's an interesting thing. I've, here's, a, here's what we're going to close with. Here's what I learned in lock picking, and why I'm glad I acquired this hobby. I learned that I'm not in any way, safe, any way, shape, or form safe, realistically. The doors in most places, it's not a matter of a deadbolt if it wasn't installed properly, first off. Second off, your deadbolt, where it goes into the door jam, if those have those little two-inch screws or an inch and a half screws, it, they can just kick the doorknob and break your door frame, and the door will end open. What you need are three-inch screws, ideally at the hinges and at the door plate, but definitely at the plate. I saw someone open a safe with a fork. I saw someone open another safe that kind of you put like in a drawer that you bolt down underneath your desk. They're opening this stuff like it's nothing, folks. I mean, they're using paperclip-sized pieces of metal that are 12 inches long or less. I'm popping doors, popping safes, opening cars. My cat wants attention. Yes, this cat just cost me $1,000. She had cancer surgery. And she's now well, and she's acting like a kitten again. Yes, I'm talking to you. What? Say hi. Yeah, I'm crazy, folks. Maybe I can uh, get her a production credit. And Joe Rogan will sign her paper and get it. Should I ask for her autograph? Yeah, I said Joe Rogan. You what? No podcasting for you. So, folks, I'm going to go get my kids. But like I said, we're going to close out with this. What I learned was that... I can make money off this hobby and learn a viable skill. If there is a zombie apocalypse, I'm safe. I have more skills. Yeah, yeah, you, can, you can't pick locks. You don't have thumbs. She, she's processing. But basically, I have a skill set that's fun and will be useful in bad situations, good situations, and I can make money with. And I've learned that a lot of the doors you think are safe, you're not safe. And here's what really ties into that I talk about. Your job is not your safety net. Your hobby is not your safety net. Your business is not your safety net. Multiple streams of income, well-placed debt, accumulated assets, and like I said, recurring streams of income are going to keep you safe. You might have a safe and you might feel safe. 
and the robber knows how to pick locks and the robber knows how to fight and the robber knows how to disarm and the robber has those little straps that are almost like evasion proof not those little plastic ones the cops there's another kind that are made of Kevlar it's like Kevlar roping it's not a safe world folks wake up call inflation inflation is crushing we don't know how bad it's going to get if we hit a depression or a massive recession people may go crazy there's a shortage of baby food because of the supply for fertile and stuff prices are going up Russia's turning off the spigot on oil prices are going up at Costco gas was 405 the other day I know people paying 449 and that's for regular we're not even talking premium if you got a Porsche or just a Mercedes not in the rolls or nothing right she cat's crying she's like man I ain't got no loot it's not a safe place out there folks you need to plan you need to prepare you need to make money you need to save money remember it's not how much you make it's not how much you spend it's how much you keep because if you make six figures and I'm talking 100 grand and you keep 10 there's something wrong with that equation you're paying too much rent your car costs too much you shouldn't eat out dinner every day Tony Lockpick is not going to save me for any of that it's not but if I diversify my content I diversify my audience I get more listens I have recurring income I have a skill I can charge people for and that's something I can do when the kids are asleep after I spend time with my wife that I can just do that I think is cool that I'm interested in something I do for me because as a husband a father an entrepreneur and a leader I need to set aside time for myself to stay sane and you need to do the same rain's dying down we get the kids and the wife we're gonna have some fast food play some board games and once kids go to sleep I'm gonna play Uno with my wife and I'm gonna cheat no I'm not but I'm gonna call her cheeks I like getting on her skinks we have fun you'll have a good one changingadvance.com Tony at Changing Advance on Twitter I'm Changing Advance Elon Musk might back out of that deal stock went down 19% 5% of their followers were fake supposedly they overestimated since 2019 Tesla stocks up 6% let's go Elon give me an interview you uh you uh I don't know, you dirigible flying guy. I don't know if he has one, but it sounds good in my head. It's probably more like Richard Branson, another billionaire. Self-made man. But you can also find me on Instagram. P-E-D-A-G-O-G-Y-O-F-T-H-E. Fresh Prince who slapped the guy. Bye.